Hey guys, it's Abel here with the Sustainable Self-Development Podcast, and in this short episode, I'd like to discuss something more brief in nature, and that is why there will never be a 10,000 calorie challenge on this YouTube channel. And here, I'm obviously not talking about some of the more obvious reasons, like there already being a good number of these videos out there, but some of the other ones, which actually reflect on my actual views on these 10,000 calorie challenges. So last year, I did a podcast episode on cheat meals and why I'm not a big fan of them. And if you heard that episode, you may recognize some similarities between these two episodes. But still, the two topics are slightly different for the main reason being that cheat meals are things that people solely or largely do for their own personal entertainment or for their own personal reward. Whereas these 10,000 calorie challenges are something that people also do in part, at least for the entertainment of others. I don't actually think that Somebody would truly take on a personal challenge of, can I really eat 10,000 calories just to see if they can actually overcome such a challenge? So um, let's just start by saying that even though, as you will probably come to find out from this episode, I'm not a big fan of this form of entertainment, I've been thinking about a little bit why people enjoy watching things like this. I mean, clearly, there's some reward that comes from watching other people engaging in gluttonous eating behavior. But why is that really? Is it that people in fitness circles feel like they need to exert so much self-control that they want to at least see someone else acting without self-control? Or is it about them watching something like this, which then gives them the justification to then go out and engage in some similar binge eating-like behavior? Because now someone helped them to reframe the act of binge eating as some sort of a personal challenge or a fun game? And if so, is it about some sort of a mutual deal with the maker of the video who also is just looking for an excuse to engage in the gluttonous consumption of tons of calorie-dense, hyper-palatable foods and by framing it as some fun content for his or her viewers is now feeling approved for an otherwise unhealthy behavior? I always found these questions interesting, but since I haven't really come to being able to find an answer to them, that's more or less the extent to which I want to bring them up. And maybe you guys have a better answer to them that I don't have. So why will there never be a 10,000 calorie challenge on this YouTube channel? Well, it is for the simple reason that I think it's a cheap and simply stupid form of entertainment. And within that, I don't just think that they are cheap and stupid in an otherwise neutral way, like a gym fail video would be, which sure don't add too much value to anyone, but is at least not harming anyone either. But in the case of these 10,000 calorie challenges, I do feel that there is potential harm in them. Why do I think that? Reason number one is personally, someone with a decent share of disordered eating background, I find the concept kind of laughable that eating 10,000 calories over the course of 16 or so waking hours is truly a challenge of any kind. For the simple reason, which I wish I didn't have, that I have put down over 10,000 calories over the course of just a few hours during some of my binge eating periods. So my level of admiration for someone doing the same thing over an entire day leaves me rather unimpressed. Sure, during those times, it was not physical hunger that drove me to put down the last several thousand calories out of those 10 plus thousand. But looking back, I wouldn't say it was 
overwhelmingly difficult either with the help of foods with a caloric density of over five or 600 per 100 grams and with really appealing combinations of sugar, salt, and fat, which is where I really wanted to get here because I don't think that my past self with highly disordered eating issues and a chronically underfed body is a good standard to compare everybody to, but the power of highly palatable, calorically dense foods roughly apply to everybody in a similar fashion, albeit not to the exact same extent. And in a world where over one-third of the population is obese, and we are globally fighting an ongoing battle against chronic overeating, the notion of setting overeating as a serious challenge should seem sort of laughable from the get-go. Now, there's obviously a point where it actually does become challenging to overeat, but 10,000 calories is quite far from that point, in my opinion. Probably many of you know how hard it can be to carry out a serious cut at, say, 2,000 calories a day, even with the most satiating foods. And some of you may even have a hard time not going over your macros when you're eating over 3,000 calories on a bulk while you're eating a high-protein, high-fiber diet. Is it really that big of a challenge to triple this amount with a low-protein, low-fiber, high-fat, high-sugar diet? I don't really think so. So... That is reason number one. Reason number two, introducing feasts like this is the antichrist of habit formation. You see, adopting the habit of eating a lower palatability diet with a generally lower energy density is hard enough. It actually takes some time to rewire your taste buds so that you can actually appreciate these foods. When you go on an all-out binge, you're basically resetting a lot of the conditioning that you were trying to unhook yourself from in the first place, such as the tendency towards continuously spiking your dopamine further and further with highly palatable foods, novel tastes, and just in general foods that are not conducive to either good health or good body composition. Now, you could argue that in that case, you should never cheat on your diet, you should never eat out, and you should always stick to the same foods without fail, because then you will always appreciate foods that will help you to achieve your goals. But the reality is, is that there is a massive difference between occasionally deviating from your diet and eating something tasty and higher calorie, and going on a massive all-out binge every once in a while. After a monumental binge, the next day, you're kind of feeling like you have a hangover. You're in the state of a massive, acute, positive energy balance. The normal sensations in your body that would otherwise guide you towards making good food decisions are temporarily shut down. Your cravings are, and this depends a bit on who you are. For some people, after a huge binge, their cravings are through the roof. For others, they really are going to be sick of the thought of food in general. But what I tend to see is that once your appetite is back, these super palatable foods are going to be more appealing than ever, once again. And then the third reason why there will never be a 10,000 calorie challenge on this channel is because it's the opposite of what is the true ongoing challenge for many people, and that is what I think the education should be about. Ice cream, pizza, Snickers bars, and peanut butter, a lot of these foods for people who have the ambitions about building the best body they can, while they might not lead to the consumption of 10,000 calories, they do lead to 5,000 quite easily. And I'd much rather show people how they can create a system in which they can have only 500 calories worth of them, enjoy them for what they are, and then go about their day and their week so that enjoying these treats 
which we are surrounded by in our day-to-day existence doesn't spiral into self-sabotage and regression. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode and liked what you heard. And if you did, then I think you'd definitely love our SSD training and nutritional course that we recently put out with Burger Fuggerly. This program not only contains a 12-week phasic training program that you can use to time efficiently and safely build the best body you can, but also gives you four plus hours of video lectures about managing your nutrition and lifestyle to not only look good, but feel and perform optimally. And besides this, you will also be getting some really awesome bonuses like Burger Fuggerly's Myo Reps and Zero Carb ebook. So if this sounds interesting to you, then go ahead and check out sustainableselfdevelopment.com. And of course, to not miss out on future episodes like this, subscribe to the podcast and you'll be up to date on everything we'll be putting out. So thank you for hanging around up until now and see you next time.